And now it's time for the ridiculous. <laughs> what kinds of things make people pissed? And how many suitors exactly has she dismissed? Siri, what are some locations for a lover's tryst? <laughs> oh, darling, surely there must be a list. A list. A list. A list. A list. You're telling me it's all here on this bleeding it's list. It's preposterous and ludicrous. Well, actually, it's all quite ridiculous. Ridiculous. Welcome to The Ridiculous. I'm Sally Brooks. And I'm Jen O'Neill, and we are back with more fun lists for you this week. How Welcome you back, everybody. <laughs> I am good. Do you know what I did this weekend that was so much fun? What? I danced in the Pride Parade. Oh, that's awesome. I wish I could have gone. It was Your so much fun. looked amazing. It was great. It was so... If you listen to Dumb Love, Jen and I went to this. We started going to this hip-hop dance class. We would just go every so often, but it's it's so fun. It's just like all women of like different abilities, different sizes, different ages, like just everybody having a great time. The first time we went, it's at a rec center, and the entire stage was set up. We didn't realize that it was a it was like a props, movie set. but it, yeah. it was a movie set, right? But it looked yeah. like an altar, like full on church. And we were like, and it's very like, we're twerking. You're doing like a lot of touch your body ladies, like very, like very body positive empowering. And we were just like, what is happening? Because there was like a giant picture of like Jesus. It was like yes, Jesus a huge and cross. a huge cross. And we're like, so this, okay. <laughs> It turns out it was just a movie set, but that's the group that I went with, and it was just a great time. Lots of, like, everybody – it was just such, like, a fun environment to be around, like, because we mostly just stood around waiting for the parade to start around Mm -hmm. all of the other groups that were, like, walking the parade. And it was cool to see, like, so many different groups show up to celebrate Pride and just all of the people who were like there to see the parade. Everybody was just like, happy Pride, happy Pride. Thanks for marching, happy Pride. It was just like such a positive environment, which I felt like was so needed. It was great. Yeah, good. I love it. I know, I'm so sad I missed it, but I hope to be there next year for sure. Yeah, you gotta twerk twerk for Pride, man. (laughs) I'm I'm happy to. I mean, I people were excited to see like 40-year-old moms shaking their asses. It was great. Good. Who wouldn't be? <laughs> and I was happy to do it. <laughs> I was happy to be there for them. Good. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, should we get to our list? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So my list for this week, I feel like might give away some secrets like will I be considered a traitor to women but I mean well this okay this is um a listicle for buzzfeed.com by Kayla Yandoli and so she's a woman and Mm -hmm. she compiled this list but I feel like it's like exposing secrets but she asked women of the buzzfeed community to tell buzzfeed the biggest truths that they've kept from men 
Like what are the, you know, like secrets, yeah. I guess, that you're keeping. And some of them are a little racy. Some of them are silly and some are stupid. But I'm going to read them for you. All um, right. Number one uh, was written by Morgan Lee Slay. said, we're just gross, if not grosser than you are, like men, um, from letting huge fart farts rip and giggling to staring at period clots. Yeah, we be nasty. We are just better at hiding it and cleaning up the evidence, winky face. Do you believe that to be true? I mean, I don't think I'm that nasty. <laughs> I mean, I know it to be true for myself. I uh-huh. don't, I can't speak for other women. Hashtag not all women, but I will say right. that yes, I do believe that I am a disgusting human being. <laughs> like, <laughs> is that do you hide it from Ben or do you share it with Ben? Do you? No, no, Ben's it? fully aware of all of my. I mean, but also because of the way that we met, like we mm-hmm. met out backpacking, and so yeah. both of us were like at our most gross when we right. met. There was just like no walking back from that. Like when you know from the minute you meet someone what time of day and where they're going to poop, like there was just no hiding anything. Like right, if you like, I when I met him, I hadn't showered for days. So yeah, he knows he knows all of it. <laughs> I'm not good yeah. at hiding it. I know. I, I have to say that when I, uh, you know when I got divorced and went back into the dating scene, it was, there was like a, Oh, I gotta do this all over again. <laughs> yeah. It's like pretending that I'm not gross. Uh, you know? Yeah. Uh, but that would be hard. I mean, I would, hard. I would have a really hard time with that because yeah. I've really become probably so too comfortable. To, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ben might say too comfortable. Like I shave every day. And, yeah. Yeah. I know. Wear bronze. Let me ask you this. When you're doing those things, like when you're like keeping up like those appearances, not appearances, but like when you're like, you know, just doing the like niceties that you do when you're just meeting new people, did you feel like better about yourself or did you feel like, oh, this feels uncomfortable? Oh, I'm just wondering like, if I should step up my game. What do you mean? <laughs> like when I like – uh, when I started dating again, yeah, when you were like going out on lots of dates, so you were probably like getting like more dressed up more often, or like shaving mm-hmm. all the time, or just doing all of the like body maintenance kind of things that you like don't always do when you've been in a long term relationship. I'm wondering, like, how did it affect you as a person rather than like the other person? You know, it's funny. I was thinking about this the other day, and um, I think I dress up more now. Mm. Uh, now that I've been with Jim for a year, I think I wear dresses out more. Yeah. I put more effort into my appearance because I don't know. Like I, um, I just like you know, I like when we get dressed up and go out. Yeah, I can remember dates that I went on, and I was like, I can't believe I wore that. Like I think I, I got so <laughs> jaded at some points where I was like, I mean, this is gonna whatever, and I just wore like a sweatshirt and jeans to go meet yeah. a guy. For, you know what I mean? Like, um. It, it went in waves. Like there were times yeah. where I like really, you know, wanted to look good and spent time getting ready. And then after like, you know, the 20th terrible date, I was just like, whatever, I'm going to go straight from work. I'm not even going to put on makeup, <laughs> I you know. I guess yeah. it just like, uh, yeah. So I can't say that like I've it, – it just, yeah, it kind of just depends on where you're at in the – yeah. In the world of dating, for sure. Right. 
<laughs> you're uh-huh. like just show up in your pajamas like fuck yeah. you guys yeah <laughs> because i mean sometimes people like you know i um one of my very first dates that i was supposed to go on i uh i well i was this and this is interesting too is that i was supposed to go on a date with a guy mm-hmm. and then i was on a walk on the belt line and um earlier that morning and so i was wearing no makeup hair and you know, in a bun, uh, workout clothes. I was like working out and he was like, Oh, I'm in the belt line. Like, let's meet. And I was like, Oh, and I was like, well, (laughs) you know, might as well rip off the bandaid now. Right. Like you might as well just see me what I look like with no makeup on and whatever. And, um, and so I met him and we walked for like an hour, talked a lot, whatever. Like we were supposed – it seemed like a good time. And then we were supposed to meet up later that night for a date. And he didn't show up and he didn't call me. He didn't text me. And so, of mm-hmm. course, I was like, oh, my God. It's because I was like disgusting and this is my first date ex- and whatever. And then like – but then the next day he texted me. He was like, hey, sorry. I, I got a little too drunk at the brewer. And I just never said anything back to him because I was yeah. like – uh, that's not an ex- you could have texted you know whatever right 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 and so it's funny because um to this day it's been two and a half years he still texts me from time I was to gonna time. say and that guy <laughs> has never left your DMs no he still messages me and I'm just like what for like why like I don't understand why you still want to talk to me when you didn't even show up for our date and so it's really funny but anyway um so yeah that was like a weird Thing for me too. It was like my very first time meeting a guy ever. Yeah. And I had no makeup on. And then I, he didn't show up for the actual date date. So then I was like, oh my God, is it because I, was I remember gross? that? I like, think we were I, yeah. at um at the 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 East Atlanta strut. Yeah. And he was supposed uh-huh. to meet you and you were like, what the fuck? And I was like, this is not about you, Jen. This is him. I know. <laughs> it was just like not a good entry into the world of dating, that's yeah. for sure. But yeah, sorry. But yeah, so I don't know. Like I, I'm all over the place when it comes to. Um, I wonder if it's kind of like you know. I I definitely went through a phase where I dressed way down on stage because I was like tired of people kind of afterwards like getting like a lot of male attention. Um, yeah, I mean this was also when I was like younger and hotter, but like I just did. You I hated that. Hot. I was so smoking hot, but I hated that that was. Hot. Thank you. I now I now I appreciate it, um, mm-hmm. but like the I hated that that was the reaction I got after shows was like people being like men being gross rather than like oh you're so funny or like we really liked the show or whatever. So I started just dressing like really plain. Yeah, and it was almost like well I want you to like me for the reasons I want you to like me, not because right. like, I look hot on stage or whatever. And maybe I don't that's have that why- problem anymore, but. <laughs> Maybe that's why I dress up more now for Jim yeah. is because I know that like he likes me either way. And, yeah. You know, he'll do hot yoga with me in the morning where I'm like disgusted, you know. Right. Uh, so, but it's like, I guess maybe I'm like, okay, well, you deserve the effort. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you, know? you deserve so, the effort. Like you like putting right. that effort in like yeah. as well, right? Yeah. 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 Um, so, okay. So we got through number one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this you gave me two funny. sips of wine and I'm ready to chat. I know. We decided that this was going to be a wine drinking episode because yeah. it's at night. We've worked all day. Let's just have a little wine. And a little mommy wine time. 
my good friend Jen, who uh, works for a wine distributor, got me a whole bunch of wine. So I got yeah, <laughs> I have some a really nice white here. We paid for it. We didn't steal it. No, no, I we ordered. We paid for it. This one um, is by Panda Thirteen, and it says, um, "Which one are you drinking, by the way? The Sauvignon um, or the yeah, the Sauvignon Rouge? I've you tried like both it? of them. They're yeah, it's great. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, mm-hmm. both of them are really um, good." Good. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, this one is by Panda13 and it says, I'm a straight woman and I think all dicks are ugly. Even if I like you a lot, it's just not exciting to look at. Obviously, if we've gotten that far uh, where we've seen each other naked, I like looking at the rest of you though. Um, I think that's a pretty like um, common feeling. I think that's, yeah. Like, you know, women always say that they'd rather go to a female strip club than a male strip club because women yeah. are just prettier to look at. Yeah. I mean, there's something so. like, you know, I guess exciting because it's like forbidden part, but it's like, I don't know. Yeah. It's not that much. It's not great. They're not great. It's just, yeah. What's that <laughs> from like Bridesmaids <laughs> when Kristen Wiig talks about how it's like, <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny, and that's a great interpretation. Okay, yeah. uh, this person wrote uh, ten Kelly ninety wrote, "I've never once had a man make me orgasm better than I've made myself." Mm. I mean, you should tell him that. Yeah, <laughs> that you sounds should, like that issue. Sounds like something you should tell him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, this one says, uh, "This one I can relate to." It's a uh, kittitude, kittitude. Said, if I buy a piece of jewelry, new shoes, a new purse, or anything for myself, I fib about the cost. If it's a $250 purse, I lie and say I splurged and spent $100 on the handbag. It's just easier this way, and he has no clue about the cost of anything I buy for myself. I can't, <laughs> I get that. Like, I used to, this is the thing I used to do when I was married. Um, my uh, ex husband used to, for every holiday, every Christmas, birthday, yeah. any gift giving situation, without a doubt, it was always a Madewell gift card. Yeah. Um, every time. <laughs> and so I started to use that to my advantage because what I would do is like when I w- then like even outside of the gift card, I'd go shopping or whatever. And every time I'd come home with Madewell bags, I'd be like, from the gift card, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and then he would be happy because he'd be like, oh, cool, you used it. I'm like, yeah, I'm still using it. <laughs> every day thank you yeah. so it's ladies so try that it's genius <laughs> my yeah. I remember my mom used to like like she would have like she was like a big shopper and she always she was like very like like it was always places you know like a, she would go to the thrift store she would go to um, like TJ Maxx or something like it wasn't she didn't spend like big money but she was like a spender and she would have trunks full of clothes that when my dad would be out of town she would bring in the house and then be like oh yeah I've had that oh yeah <laughs> like, mm-hmm. just but I can never hide anything from Ben because we have separate bank accounts but we have we have a shared um credit card which we mostly use to spend every like we buy everything right. on the credit card to get points and he it's like in his name and he has like the alert set. And so he'll be like, oh, did you just spend like it's like $100. So anything over $100, he gets an oh alert. Gosh. And he'll be like, oh, I just got an alert. Did you spend $100 at wherever? And I'm like, fucking oh, Chase man. Bank? 
like he doesn't care, right? We both we make right, that's money good. and it's not a big deal. Like it's definitely not an issue in our marriage, but like it's still because I it's just like I feel like judged. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He I, is not judging me, but I feel judged. I've never shared a bank account with anybody. And yeah. like that's I I prefer it that way for sure. Yeah, we don't have joint accounts either. Like I have my yeah. own money, he has his own money. We just happen well, to share this one credit card. They say that the number one um, cause for uh, turmoil in relationships or conflict Mm -hmm. is money. And I will say that's the one thing that we didn't have. We never fought about money ever. It's because we had our own money and we kept it separate. Even when we divorced, it was like, you keep your money, I'll keep my money. We split everything down the middle. Bye-bye. And like, um, you know, I mean, there was more to it than that, but I'm just saying, like, it was very easy. <laughs> right. See you later. Uh, no, it was like it was like very easy for us to yeah, divide yeah, yeah. everything because we just it was divided, and I think that I, I just believe in that. I don't know, but everyone's different. Um, okay, this person, Kara W98, said, "Sometimes I legit don't care about what you did at work today, but I ask because I'm supposed to, and because you ask about mine. That's fair. Yeah, and I, I mean, think that is that is probably a con- that has got to be in everybody's relationship. Like, but like, you know, asking about people's day, it's like that is just that's like a connection point. Like that's common yeah. courtesy, right? Like, right." I'm sure Ben does not give a shit. It's just like sometimes I need to get it out and talk about work and talk. Like it's like I don't. It's boring and I don't really want to talk about You're it. But I just saying. need to like process it. And I need right. you. I need to talk about it to a person. So that's understandable. Yeah. Uh, Rachel Peterson one said um, that she doesn't tell men that she identifies as bi because guys are so gross about it. Is what? She oh, said. I bet. I understand I bet. that. Yeah. Um, and then this M. Catherine Kelly piggyback on to that and said they really are i've also met countless anti-gay dudes who think two girls getting together is the hottest thing in the world nope not okay right yeah there's definitely (laughs) a lot of that um okay let's see um isora844 said we have more hair you than you might think and we hide it pretty well i'm talking about the stray hairs on her chin nipples and butt Uh, yeah you know it's a fact of life yeah uh this one is relatable uh trilingual mom said how the panic sets in if we're in a confined space with a man we don't know or don't know well and that's so true and men just don't get that it's like you know sometimes yeah like i've been in a room where the a guy shuts the door and i don't know him and I, i have to be like like, yeah, I start to pan, like, and it, it's nothing to them. They're not thinking, like, they're coming into your office or they're whatever. Right. And this is normal. But it's like, we have to assess every time a man does that and comes into my office, shuts the door, or even doesn't shut the door. Anytime I show an apartment to an, a man or whatever, I have to think about, like, are you going to kill me? Are you going to hurt me? Can I overpower you? Yeah. Which isn't often. I mean, I'm not a, like I'm five four, you know what I mean, right. and uh, like that's just something that's just so lost on men. They just don't get it. Yeah, I had yeah. this experience that I ta- I think about all the time, where I was. It was like three in the morning. This was in New York. I had been doing shows all night, so I was like walking home to my apartment, and I lived on like a, a main street, but like where the last couple blocks where I lived, like if you walked from the subway to my apartment, the last couple blocks were like totally quiet. So it was just 
a neighborhood. Um, so no, there was like nobody on the street. But I walked from the subway stop to past my apartment, like 10 feet behind a man. And he never once turned around, like never once turned around to look and see who. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's so it blew my mind because I'm like, not only like there was nobody else really on the street. And even in the like quiet part, he I mean, he had to have heard me. He didn't have headphones on or anything. He never looked around to see who was behind him. And I just was like, that is such a crazy thing, because when I am walking, even during the day, but mostly at night, like my head is on a swivel. Like I'm always looking to see, is there another woman or another couple I could walk close to? Like, I don't know who's going to come out of the shadows. Like if there was a man walking that close behind me, I would stop and let him pass me. Yeah. It was just so crazy to me. I still think about it. I'm like, oh, how fucking comfortable your life is <laughs> that you're yeah. not constantly scared that somebody's going to jump out and like overpower you. <laughs> yeah, I know. What a luxury, right? Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. to not have to worry about, yeah, just doing your job every day. Yeah. Like you don't have to worry about, well, police officers, of course. Fire, like, I'm, right, right, so right. it doesn't apply to everybody, but I'm just saying, like, in an office, a guy that works in an office, yeah, he's not worried. But even just a woman that works in an office, if somebody comes into her office, you have to size them up, yeah, yeah. Um, Christiana Cracker said, uh, we treat men with kid gloves, we try to keep men happy and fed, we turn down advances and whatever way will make them feel the best about themselves. And we work extremely hard to keep men from turning angry. We fear men's anger because we all, we know all too well that it can and often does end in death for us. So we end up coddling all men for our own protection. That is so fucking true. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, I think what is hard for a lot of men to understand is that like, because they're not threats, right? Like most men are not, most men are not threatening and they don't have ill intentions. And so they just think like, well, why would you feel that way about me? It's like, I'm nice to you. Yeah. We can't know, like we can't know that you are a nice person because even the nicest men and generally the ones who are like the love bombers and the nicest like turn I mean, if you've if you've like been on social media at all, like in October, it's Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and there's so many people telling their stories, and it's all it's so many are so much the same of like he was amazing when I met him, and then it turned, and here's where it turned, and like then yeah. just like yeah, so it's like a lot of women with men that they don't know are like, well, I'm not gonna like if you're hitting on me, I'm gonna be very nice because I don't know what the reaction is gonna be if I. I'm an asshole. Yeah. Like if I say what I feel, if I actually say like, oh, fuck off. Like, no, no, thank you. Yeah. Women have been murdered for that. Like, or even in the, in like, in the least like violent sense. I remember this happening one time where I was out with my friend, John, Mm -hmm. who my ex-husband trusted because I've been friends with John since high school. Yeah. And I was out with him and some other friends and we were at um, this like club and this guy just like wouldn't leave me alone. And, um, and then he was like, uh, he take, took out his phone because we were leaving and he Mm -hmm. took out his phone. He's like, Oh, give me your number real quick. And I was like, uh, and he goes, just, so we'll all meet up later and get breakfast or something. Like I, he made it sound like he wanted yeah, it yeah. to be for the whole group. And I was like, uh, and then I gave him my number 
And I remember my friend John being like, why did you do that? That's so not cool, man. You have a boyfriend. Like, I would be pissed if my girlfriend – I was like, John, I panicked. Like, and then like – I was like, you don't understand. Like, it's like guys get angry or they'll be like, oh, well, you're fucking ugly anyway. If I mm-hmm. said I have a boyfriend, they'd be like, whatever. you like, you're disgusting or whatever. Yeah, and they'll, yeah. it, they'll say the most horrific shit to you. And so I panicked. And then it's, and then I went home. And sure enough, this guy blew up my phone all night right. long. And I even before the phone rang, I explained it to – he was my boyfriend at the time, but I was like, this guy, I like gave him my number and Zach was pissed at me. He was so mad. It was something that like took like forever for me to apologize for and live down. And I had no interest in this guy. I had no, I did not want to see him talk to him. I did not answer the phone. I kept trying to get away from him, but I gave him my number because I was scared. Yeah. Because you just wanted to, you wanted to like, shut like get away from it you wanted to get out of the situation and you were like i can deal with this later yes i know like when i'm not in physical proximity of this man and it was just like no matter how much i explained it to my best friend john or to Mm -hmm. my boyfriend you know they just couldn't understand it they were like it's because they're not those the men who would act like that and so they just don't believe that that is how other men act and it's like no no it doesn't have to be all it's just one and we have, but we have to like be careful of all men we don't know. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, this is taking a turn. This, this is a funny list. <laughs> so funny. I, uh, this one uh, said, We are generally not impressed by your ham fisted attempt to play the bass guitar. Maybe a song or two, but we didn't sign up for an exclusive five hour solo bass concert featuring Dave from Tinder. Take the non-specific compliment and put the guitar down. Oh my gosh. Did you ever have to endure like a one-on-one, like I'm going to play the guitar for you? (laughs) Yes, of course. (laughs) Oh God, the most awkward. I know. Um, When they like look into your eyes. Okay. Um, th- these are the last ones. Uh, this one says, I don't share really private, explicit things about my partner and I with my friends. It's private and intimate for a reason and should be kept and should be kept as unless discussed. Huh. And then this person said, same. I've known people who will go into great detail about their sex lives, but I do not. I keep it between my partner and I. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I, I have that joke right about to do. Yeah, I have that joke about that where I'm just like, it's not cool to talk about your sex lives with your friends because, like, then you have to like, like, if you were telling me stuff about you and Jim, I would then I'm hanging out with Jim, and then I'd have to be like, oh god, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know, know that. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't like it. I don't want to know about. I don't want to overshare about people's sex lives. No, if I have I to, agree. if I like, if it's a random one-off, great. Tell me all the dirty details. But if it's yeah. like a guy, I like then if it's have a guy you'll with, never see again, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't want to have to know. Yeah, well, don't worry, because <laughs> I don't talk about that. Um, I just talk about everything else on a podcast in a public forum <laughs> right. for everyone to join. Um, well, that's my list. That was great. I mean, we got real fired up on that one, but like, you know, sometimes shit's just true. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to tell it like it is. (laughs) Sometimes we got to wave some fingers and drink some wine. Yeah. 
Um, okay. Well, my list is a little more lighthearted. Um, but you know what made me think of it was uh, I was listening to Max and I last night before bed. We're listening to an old episode of Dumb Love. And we were giving a Night Clipper update, which we have not talked about on this podcast or no. for a while. Mm-mm. But the Night Clipper was a guy in Jen's neighborhood who would go around in the middle of the night clipping people's landscaping because he didn't like the way that it like came yeah, over like the sidewalk. angrily, like ripping it out with yes. his, by the fistfuls. And it was like a whole thing on Nextdoor. And then I also thought about the time that your neighbor posted a video of you on Nextdoor because he thought you were stealing a porch <laughs> packages mm-hmm. off your, his porch, even though he knew you were, were getting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I was like, I bet there's some really funny lists about Nextdoor posts. Oh, and Jen, there are. So I have a amazing. Um, I have a list from it's called tastefullyoffensive.com. Uh it was compiled by Dan, just Dan. Just <laughs> Dan. Just Dan. And it was 30 funny next door posts that will make you appreciate having sane neighbors. Um, okay, so the first one is uh, somebody named Leroy posted on Nextdoor, upset with my neighbor's Wi-Fi name. And he said, <laughs> hi, all. <laughs> now, we all use devices to connect to the internet and whatnot, and my grandkids come over and use their phones and iPads, too. Well, the other day, my grandson went to connect to the Wi-Fi, and our neighbor's router name is All Cops Are Buttholes. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, my wife and I are very upset because he started crying and we had to explain to him that indeed all cops are not buttholes, etc. And it's generally just a rude thing to broadcast. Is there any way I could block this signal or possibly call the non-emergency police and have them go over and give a stern warning? I bet they wouldn't like to hear about a network called All Cops Are Buttholes. Any ideas, guys? Oh my God. Can I tell you that as a landlord... A lord of the land. <laughs> this has happened multiple times where I've gotten a complaint from a tenant or a call from a tenant because yeah. another tenant's Wi-Fi name was the loud ass bitch downstairs or my neighbor won't stop singing horribly or my neighbor's a terrible something. They like <laughs> passive like passive aggressive Wi-Fi, and that's got to be a list somewhere. It's like passive-aggressive Wi-Fi names. And I'm like, I don't know what – I can't make them change their name. (laughs) And I love that – I just love that people think – Shut up. (laughs) You're like, maybe you should take a hint. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) How do you know what's about you? If it is – I know. (laughs) If you're the loudest bitch upstairs, then maybe be quieter. Um, So this one is like from – they said this is an actually cool neighbor – This person posted, getting drunk on my porch. Anybody want to join? I've been fully vaccinated for six weeks and I haven't had much social interaction. LOL. I'd love to meet some neighbors. I'm a chef. I'll cook you something. Sigh. Missing restaurants and social interaction. Also, I won't be wearing makeup or a bra. (laughs) I want to hang out with them. Like that sounds like an amazing neighbor. I would have gone over. Yeah, (laughs) me too. Um, This next person wrote, During the entirety of my library visit, which was about an hour, I watched this man stare at photos of Gary Busey and print them off. I do not know what his agenda is, but I have a feeling it could be a cult or Illuminati related. (laughs) Good night. Oh, my God. (laughs) And then there's a picture of the man looking at Gary Busey. (laughs) Wow. 
Um, okay, so oh, this one is. I, I would have thought it would be like a Gary Busey is loose in the neighborhood. Everybody watch out. <laughs> my Come get my your neighborhood. Gary my neighborhood is doing the most adorable thing where um, there is somebody who is dressed up like Bigfoot and they're just like hanging out all over the neighborhood and people are taking pictures and then putting <gasps> it up on our Facebook page. And they'll be like, we spotted Bigfoot at whatever. Bigfoot was at this park. Bigfoot's by my house. Like, oh and my it's God, awesome. I it's that. just, I don't, nobody knows who it is, but it's just like somebody. Remember we did that story about the guy who dressed up every year like as Michael Jason? Myers. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Michael Myers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's like, so awesome. Yeah. So this is, we have our own, our own guy. Um, okay. So this one is a Halloween, uh, related one but this is from the rancho cucamonga neighborhood watch and it says psa halloween is officially four weeks away and i was hoping to catch you all before you make your halloween selections over the last three halloweens i've noticed candy stock has become more and more diluted with cheap candy i don't know if this trend is a result of higher bills or new construction but cheap candy has somehow infiltrated our community for halloween and it has to stop dum-dum smarties and jolly ranchers may be suitable for ontario fontana or even montclair but not here in rancho cucamonga <laughs> we are an this has gotta be a joke <laughs> oh my god i really hope that's a joke and this goes on and on it says for the elderly who hand out coins please plan on throwing some quarters into the mix stop peddling your pennies and step up your game this halloween <laughs> oh my god uh <sighs> And then someone else posted, huge divorce sale. He couldn't keep his pants on, so they're yours. Starting at 9 a.m.-ish to whenever I pass out. Come by and get fabulous deals on furniture, clothes, kitchenware, and anything else my cheating husband touched. Bring your pillow oh penicillin. God. Everything must go. Come and get it. His girlfriend, come and get his great deals. His girlfriend gets him, but not everything I bought. The sales will be amazing, and you'll love helping a newly single mom and his two and her two kids. If you love great deals, nice stuff, and despise cheaters, come on over. Single, attractive <laughs> men, thirty plus years of age, are encouraged to attend. That's amazing. That's amazing. I remember somebody in our neighborhood, and I don't know if it was real or not, but somebody posted a next door about how their Roomba had gotten loose. <laughs> And like outside? Were, yeah, like they had left the back door open and their Roomba had escaped. Oh my God. <laughs> and it was wandering around the neighborhood. And I was like, is this real? I don't, I can't tell. I know. I would, I don't know. I feel like some people might post things on next door just for the fun of it. Oh yeah. Well, our friend Ian Abear has a, has a joke about, but I think it's a real next door post where there was somebody who was like talking about getting attacked by an owl. And then they were like, it's Oh, that's been, a real thing. Yeah. They had gotten attacked by an owl like three times. <laughs> they were like, it's the same owl. Oh my God. That's like, I believe that. Because, yeah, I believe that. Um, that happened in our neighborhood too. Like someone was like, my husband has been running in the morning and he got attacked by an owl twice. And I don't know if it's because he's bald or because he wears a necklace. <laughs> on the staircase, the like famous murder case, uh, mm -hmm. the staircase, it's been like a documentary and a like series on HBO. There, There's the owl theory and that's mm. that the, the owl killed her. A lot of people stand by that theory. I mean, I don't think it was the owl. I think it was him, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it seems like it. Um, okay, 
Suspicious behavior. I saw my next door neighbor drive up to their house, open the garage door from inside the vehicle and drive in and close the door behind them. It was last night around 5.30 PM. Did anyone else (laughs) see this? Typically they park in the driveway, but last night they parked in the garage. I have made a report, but I want to keep others on the lookout for this type of behavior. It just makes me nervous for this to be happening in my neighborhood. Oh my God. (laughs) Which is just like, if I like, yeah, this is the this is the kind of stuff that I'll get emails and calls about. Is like people thinking something's going on in one of their neighbors <laughs> because they have nothing better to do than yeah to like be like his flower pot is usually outside, but he brought it inside. And do you think he's growing marijuana? <laughs> he could be. Do you, do you think I he's know. a serial like, killer? Why are you noticing things like that? Yeah, I know it's crazy. <laughs> Um, okay, I'll just do a couple more. Okay. Um, this guy said, um, urgent, help, my son visited and blocked my fox on my TV. No, sorry. Help. Ur- uh, this guy said, urgent, help, my son visited and blocked fox on my TV. <laughs> I don't trust digital or any of the other iTunes. Fox is all that is allowed in my household. Can I unblock fox? I told my son I'm taking him out of the will. <laughs> oh, my God. That is amazing. <laughs> Which is, yeah, so great. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. Here's the last one. Um, Okay. This one says farting in my mailbox. And it says someone keeps farting in my mailbox late at night. I can hear it outside the window and I smell it every time I check my nail. This is getting old and is extremely childish. My bills and coupons smell so bad. I can't even pay them or use them at the grocery store. Anyone in the neighborhood, keep an eye out for the brown. For the brown eye, I will catch the flatulent phantom. That cannot be real. <laughs> There's no way that's real. Oh my god. Oh, oh god. I love it. I mean, oh. do you? In my neighborhood, it's always like every time there's fireworks, everybody's like, "What was that noise? What was that noise?" Yeah, I get a lot of. Uh, it's it actually. It's always titled bullet. Uh, like. Gunshots or fireworks? Question yeah. mark. Gunshots. So yeah, I get that all the time. Um, what I always think is so annoying on next door people that are like, I was supposed to have a package delivered and it <laughs> says it was delivered and it's not. Has anyone seen my package? It's like, do you really think we're all just sitting around looking for your package, man? Like, call UPS. I mean, it was probably Jen that stole it. So yeah, I am a burnt fire. <laughs> That's great. All right. That was a good one. Okay. Thanks. So this week we are getting uh, for our top five. Uh, we decided to do our top five celebrity crushes. Yes. Um. I was inspired to pick this as a topic because this like really terrible movie came on and it's so bad. It's called Couples Retreat. But like two of my crushes were in this movie and I was like, well, I should watch it. And I did, (laughs) but it's really bad. Um, uh, But but I remember Jim being pretty surprised by one of the people that was my crush. Yeah. um, Okay. So... Let's start from number five to one, and Sally, you go first. Okay. 
I do want to say that this was a hard list for me to make because I don't generally have big celebrity crushes. But I was thinking kind of like back, like I realized I was like, oh, I think I have crushes on certain characters at certain times rather than okay. like an actor as a whole. So that's that will also like that stands. Yeah. Yeah. But I also was thinking about, I was like, well, what were, who were my celebrity crushes as a kid? And I realized that all of them have were turned Ralph out. Macchio? <laughs> well, no, it was like <laughs> Kurt Cameron and Ricky Schroeder. I'm like, oh, Jesus and they're all Christ, crazy are, now. <laughs> they're all crazy yeah. now. <laughs> and like Corey Haim, you know, RIP. Yeah. Like, man, yeah. I really did not yeah. have good. Um, okay, so my number five is kind of in that same vein, but it is a tie. As you know, I love to do a tie. Uh-huh. Um, and it is between uh, Claire Danes in My So-Called Life Amy Smart, kind of circa 1999. Did you ever see the movie Outside Providence? I don't think so. It's just like a random movie, but she was like, I thought she was like the coolest girl. So and then cool Car- in it? Yeah, Carrie Russell and Felicity. So those are like- Oh, okay. You know- like Girl crushes. Yeah. Girl crushes where I was like, I want to be these women. Yeah. I want to be these teenage girls. Right. So bad. Yeah. Everybody wanted to be Claire Danes because she Everybody. got to make out- with what's his face Jared Leto Jared Leto Jordan yeah. Jordan Catalano mm-hmm. um my number five um and this is like I guess like most people wouldn't guess this but uh do you remember the show Scrubs yeah uh it wasn't uh JD it was Turk I thought Turk was <gasps> so Funny and cute. Yeah. I remember I just watched that show for Donald Faison is his real yes. name. But he made me laugh and giggle like nobody – like I don't know. There was just something about him. I could just look at him and laugh. I had the hugest crush on him. And he ended up marrying Jessica Simpson's uh, best friend and assistant, Casey. And I think they're still happily married. I think so too. Children. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So he's a great husband also. <laughs> I – I totally am on board with that. If I would have thought of that yeah. one, I probably because I loved Scrubs so much, and I and it was mostly because of him. He's so good on it. Oh my god, so, so lovely, good. so likable, so hot. I'm I'm for that. Okay. All right. What's your ne- number four? Okay, my number four is Ethan Hawke from Reality Bites. Do you know we saw Ethan Hawke when we were in uh, New York? Just and how's couple- he how's he holding up? He looks good. He looks yeah. good. Um, I thought, like, I didn't know what was happening. I thought we were about, like, I thought Jim was pulling me back from getting hit by a car. <laughs> we were walking down the street <laughs> and, like, Jim, like, l- pulled me back, like, all of a sudden. And he was like, oh, my God. And then he was like, Ethan Hawk. Ethan Hawk. <laughs> he was like two feet away. And, but he was wearing, um, a, a, like, head to toe, this, like, red, bright red jumpsuit. Like and had like a like okay. a ascot. He was oh. very fancy. Um, I've okay. heard um, he looked good, <laughs> but I have heard. Um, did you know that he like got together? Because then we got into the like the whole night became about Ethan Hawke. But did you know that he got together with his nanny? That was what? like the nanny that was um, that nannied his kids when he was with Uma Thurman, and then after him and Uma Thurman broke up, he got with the nanny. He's been married to her ever since. But he swears it was after Uma. Sure. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't know that and I don't like it. Okay. 
I did. I didn't like it either. I didn't like it either. But that's why I don't like him as a person. I like him. What he looks like. His character in Reality Bites. His character is horrible. That is the worst. (laughs) Watch it again. Watch it again and ask yourself... He is such a piece of shit. He, he like is. he waits until Lainey's happy and then like <laughs> and then like ruins everything and then he fucking mooches off her and he he doesn't have a job and he moves into her house and like the moral of the story is like oh just like wait till a girl is happy and with someone who's successful and taking care uh-huh. of her and then make her feel like a piece of shit and slut shame her into getting back together with you and then you just live on her couch and. You know, yeah, and offer nothing to her. What can I but say? Just, like, it was the nineties. It was the nineties. <laughs> That's the worst character to have a crush on. But yes, it was the nineties. And I will say that I feel like in when the first time I saw it in high school, I I think I was super into Ethan Hawke. Yeah. But then, like, watch that movie as an adult and ask yourself. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're totally right. But I can't, you know, the heart wanted what the heart wanted. <laughs> yeah. And the heart wanted Ethan Hawke. So and it's somebody to like sing uh, violent femmes at you. Yeah. Angrily. I wanted somebody to like yeah. sit on a, you know, like have a skateboard and smoke cigarettes and, you know, yeah. wouldn't it be like a teeny tiny Winona Ryder. Okay. <laughs> um, so my number four uh, is uh, Benicio del Toro. I mean, is there a hotter? Oh, man, just a handsome man. Yeah. He's cool and he's handsome and he's brooding <laughs> and he's just sex. Like, oh, I can't. Like, he's so yeah. like he's so unique. There's Benicio. no other Benicio del Toro. I Are you look googling up. it? Yeah, I'm googling him. You don't know? No, I do know. I'm just I'm just looking at some pictures. I just saw I something mean, with him in it. He's so hot. Oh, you know who else? Okay, can I, this isn't on my list, but I when last I was in New York in February and we saw Jimmy Smith was living was at the table <gasps> next to us. Oh he's, my god, I love a Jimmy Smith's. He's in his 70s and I will tell you I would I would have slept with him immediately. He looks <laughs> so good. Yes. He's so hot. And I like oh. we were like no, he's not in his 70s and I I googled it and I was like no way. And then like we were staring at him the whole time and then my friend Milani ended up like waving to him. Oh, he's 68. <laughs> okay, 68 years old, but I tell you I would I would date him in a heartbeat. I mean, Heartbeat. see, this is the thing. It's like I don't think about these people, but then now that you brought them up, I'm like, well, those are two amazing. Yeah. Jimmy Smiths. I mean. Oh, man. He is aging like fine. Wine. And he's like <laughs> in everything he's in, he's just like the most like caring. He has so much gravitas. Like he's like the best like dad or grandpa or whatever and whatever he's in. It's like, oh. Yeah. He's like yeah. when he played the president and what's it called? I don't know. <laughs> oh, in um in West Wing, he was like the presidential oh, right, right, right. member. Yeah. He was like a presidential he had like he had morals. All right, I like that. Right. That might I might switch him out for my number okay. three. Um, but I will so that's a really good one. But then also uh my number three is Dulé Hill. Do you Who's know that? he's like he well he was in psych. Did you ever watch Psych? Which kind of he was mm-hmm. like one of the friends in Psych. He's he's like because he's so he was so Julie funny. Dulé Hill. Dulé Hill. He actually was in West Wing. He was like the um, intern in West Wing. Um, he 
is like oh, the dad yeah. now in the new Wonder Years. Okay, yes, he's very handsome. He's very sure. handsome, and he's very funny, which is like that. That's what gets me. Like I am yeah, more drawn to like sure. character and somebody who has a good sense of humor and right. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna say that's me. That's my number three. Into it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number three is again. This might be a surprise to some people, and I I thought I had an i I thought I knew who John Favreau was. I thought I had an idea about like the kind of guy he was. Uh-huh. But then when I watched his show, um, The Chef Show on mm-hmm. Netflix, I talked about this on Dumb Love. He's so like he's a fucking billionaire almost. Like he has yeah. so much money and he's such a like big wig in Hollywood. But the way he is on the chef show is he's so humble and he talks to every chef that he like is like he's like yeah chef like I work for you you teach me I'm here to learn and yeah. he totally is like what do you need I'll you know clean your kitchen and what you know he's just yeah, like yeah. so cool and humble and passionate he's so passionate about everything that he does he's passionate about every part of a recipe he's passionate about learning uh, techniques from other people and how people came up with certain recipes and techniques and and I just watching him on the show just like Oh, I just like fell in love with his like passion for life and also yeah. his humility. I think he's so. like such an interesting, smart guy. Yeah. Like he has like written so much. He's directed so much. He's just yeah. like a really interesting, amazing, like a really interesting person. Uh, yeah. I mean, I loved him in um, in Swingers. I mean, of course, I also love Vince Vaughn, a 23-year-old uh-huh. Vince Vaughn in Swingers. But yeah, I think I think that's a good pick. You've got yeah. some interesting taste, Jen. I like that. Yeah, you know, I'm just attracted <laughs> to well, number one, hot guys. Number two, yeah. I'm really <laughs> attracted to those people who like are passionate about life and stuff, you know. I'm just attracted to those people cool. who are like symmetrical, you know, <laughs> and like really built, look look good. <laughs> no, but that's what like makes people attractive to me. Like I wouldn't have looked at John Favreau. Like in my head before I watched that show, I thought he was probably just a douche. You yeah. know, and like, and I wasn't attracted to him at all. It wasn't right of me to assume that. But then when I watched him, I was, I just became so, I find him to be so attractive now. Yeah. Um, but okay. So who's your number two? Okay. Now my number two is a tie and these are like teenage, young twenties TV crushes. Okay. And this is, it's Milo Ventimiglia. Yeah. From Gilmore Girls Mm -hmm. and Scott Speedman from when he was on Felicity. Yeah, he's cute too. I think Um, those – like when I rewatch those shows or when I see those actors, it's like I get that like longing feeling that you only have when you're like a teen or like a – You know, in your 20s where you're like, oh, I just love that guy so much. Yes. Yeah. So those are – I can relate because number two I have been in love with since I was – child and he again someone who ages so well i loved him then i loved him 20 years ago yeah. i will love him i love him now i will love him in 20 years <laughs> john stamos oh yeah I mean, you love a john stamos <laughs> i love a john stamos he's also like cool and he's funny mm-hmm. and um but he's just like i mean he's just the most handsome man on the planet yeah he is he's aging very okay. well yeah mm-hmm. yeah Good for his wife. Good for them, you know? Yeah. 
Um, okay, so number my one. number my number one is just the person in the movie that I've seen most recently that I was like, I cannot take my eyes off this person. I am like so drawn to them and I am like, like just have a non-sexual crush on and it is Margot Robbie. When oh, I saw her gorgeous. in, yeah, like seeing her on the big screen in Barbie, I was like, is there a more perfect looking person i know I, like i watched her on um that show hot ones you know talking about the one where you eat, oh, they eat yeah, hot wings I seen it yeah and like even eating the hottest hot wings like sweating she still is like somehow manages and she's not like like a stuck-up person she's like really down to earth and she does interesting films and movies but she is just so exquisite <laughs> like i'm like yeah. i can't help but have a crush on her I, I mean, crush. I get that. I totally get yeah. that. Yeah. Um, okay, my number one, and I have told jokes about this on stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm convinced that I will run into him eventually. Uh, and we have a mutual friend, and I'm just like, well, do something about it already, uh, <laughs> is uh, Jason Bateman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just love him. I just – Love him. I can't explain it. I mean, it's so funny because we were watching um, the documentary about Smartless or whatever. And yeah. he's so like type A and uptight and um, and particular and wound up. And Jim yeah. was like, this doesn't seem like your type at all. Like this right? kind of wound up guy that's like worried about eating and whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> it's not. It's not my guy at all. I can't explain yeah. it. I just can't explain it. I just... Like, is he the most attractive guy? No. But he's certainly handsome, for sure. But I don't know. There's just – he's got, as the kids say, Riz. (laughs) Do the kids say that? (laughs) What? Riz? Like what? Do kids say that Jason Bateman has Riz or do kids say No, I just didn't. I've never heard Riz. Oh, yeah. All the kids are saying – Oh, no. Charisma. Charisma. They've got Riz. And Jason Bateman's definitely got it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's got Riz. This stupid movie we were watching the other night. um, It's Couples had Yeah, it had John Favreau, Jason Bateman, and it had Vince Vaughn in it. And it still wasn't enough to make me like the movie. No, it's a horrible movie. So bad. Yeah. It's real bad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's But I – well, he doesn't do comedy anymore, but he did for a minute. Uh, His name's Cody, and he – it was – is I don't know if they're still filming. Um, Jason Bateman's stand-in on Ozark, which they're filming here in Atlanta, and I'm like, can you tell him about my jokes? Like, can you just like <laughs> tell him there's a comedian that's in love with him and tells jokes about him on stage? Can you yeah. just like invite him to his show? So there was a minute where I kept secretly wishing I was going to see Jason Bateman in the audience, but I think that ship has sailed. So <laughs> no, I still believe in it for you. I believe in I it hope. for you. I really hope. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's our list. We want to hear what your list is. Who would be on your list? Is it old favorites? Is it like somebody who's just new and incredibly hot? Like I almost had to put Brad Pitt from Thelma and Louise. Okay. Because he was just so beautiful in that in movie. That. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like I don't have a crush um, on him, but he was just a beautiful and- specimen in that movie. When you were talking about newer people like that you've seen recently, I just I remembered uh, like Ray J. John is just yeah. like oh my god, 
Like what yeah. the fuck? So yeah, yeah. Why, how 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 do you get to be so pretty? I know. I just it's amazing. doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um, um, so yeah, so we want to hear your others. we want to hear your list. Yeah. Um, and because I think I could probably come up with a different list on a different day. You know. Yeah. Um, get in touch with us. You can find us. You can answer all our questions and tell us about what you what your the people that you have crushes on on Instagram at the ridiculous pod you can find us on all other social media at the ridiculous podcast you can write and review you could tell a friend we would love that uh yes do all of those things thank you guys so much for everything and we'll see you next week on the ridiculous 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 ridiculous